points of view, you're transitioning from teenagehood to adulthood. Let's talk about it. Welcome to Talks with B. My name is Benita Vera and I have with me and today we're going to be talking about the transition from teenagehood to adulthood the most ghetto hood in the entire world but, <laughs> but it's cool so we are gonna i guess jump straight into it so we are both 21 right now she's turning 22 this year she's so old get um, and obviously you're still very much new to the whole adulting thing. Um, everyone, I guess, adults differently. Everyone reaches different stages at different times and ages in their lives. So what we may talk about today may not exactly resonate with you and that's fine. But yeah, so we're just going to talk about how it's been so far coming from, you know, getting out of high school to now working or being in varsity or just, you know, finding yourself kind of life after high school mm. really uh so the first question we had was what has been the hardest parts about going from being a teenager you know your 19s you know 18 to now you're 20 you're 21 22 girl it just keeps coming it keeps rolling it keeps coming rolling and rolling <laughs> so i want to wake up and i'm 35 without your consent <laughs> without your consent you know what's crazy? Mm. I feel like COVID rubbed our pan. Yeah, I've been saying that. Because I've been saying that. I was somewhere, I was at an event recently, mm. and I, I saw everyone from like high school, and I was like, oh, yesterday we were in the same class. Mm. Now. We're all different. We're all different. We're all People different. People have kids. People are getting married. Firstly, 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 where do y'all find people to date in Durban? That's my first question. Secondly, having kids, how can you stay with us? How? We're all 21. We're all 21. Let me end on your secret. We're supposed to be gallivanting all together. We're supposed to be gallivanting, guys. I saw I saw this one meme on TikTok that was like, you guys are all starting to get married and have kids. Who did you ask for permission to do all of this? Because did your parents give you permission? Ask that to ask for permission to leave the house. How am I now getting married, having kids? Where did I know them from? Number exactly. one. Exactly. Where did you meet them? <laughs> I thought you were going to your friend's house. How? When, when did Johnny got you? When? When? Exactly. Exactly. It's so <laughs> trippy. I think. No, I think that kind of actually is the hardest part. Just seeing how quickly it happens. Yeah. And how now you have to grow up by five by force. You mm-hmm. can't not grow up. And like you said, COVID definitely rubbed us. I think for me, it rubbed me off. Of, proper varsity experience like i spent most of my varsity online in my room behind my desk behind my laptop just clicking away and Mm. doing assignments and you know i never exactly experienced a varsity life like gallivanting Mm. having fun Mm. just missing lectures on purpose Mm. you know um i thought i would have done that now definitely would have done that but (laughs) maybe like you're one yeah yeah but I think the most I experienced was going to like a rugby game. Mm-hmm. Um, and funny enough, I went to that rugby game and the weekend after they were like, okay, no one's coming to school anymore because now it's like you're closing down. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So it kind of sucked not being able to experience life because of COVID, mm. you know. But it was also like, hey, could I have gotten through my degree without COVID? I don't know. I don't know. COVID kind of helped. But it's funny because whenever I'm in my final year, so now I started writing on campus. Mm-hmm. And I remember for my first test for uh, genetics, I think it was molecular diagnostics. <coughs> Genomics, that's, that's a horrible Even module. the name of it, it just <laughs> sounds a little bit jarring. My first test was online and I got 54%. I was in shock, but I was also like, hey, it's all, <laughs> it like, is what it hey, is. I did my best. And then the next test was on campus mm. and I cracked an 88%. And I was like, mm. okay, maybe I work better on campus. Mm. Maybe I work better. So I don't know, it would have been nice to know, you know, experience life properly on campus and experience mm. that craziness because now i'm old now i like to be in bed by nine because oh, why <laughs> i like to sit in my bed with coffee <laughs> why am i out the house past 10 p.m why why unless it's a really special occasion unless if it's like and it's been push. planned yeah and it's been planned a, a month before a full sleep before i go out i need to have a four, eight hours okay <laughs> i need something can't be out in these streets hey. now I'm 21, but I act like I am 64 with five kids and 17 <sighs> grandchildren. So, yeah. No, <laughs> man. No, man. But you know what's crazy, man? For some people, in COVID, they decided, oh, wait, varsity's not for me. True. And they started, they dropped out. I see this a lot on, on Instagram. They drop out. Then they hustle hard on whatever they wanted to do. Now they are successful. Oh. I don't know why I didn't think of that because Bro? this one girl who she's a very popular TikToker now and she was saying how she dropped out of school and mm-hmm. she just wasn't feeling it um, and now she pursued content creation full time and now she's moved into her own apartment that's the only thing Ooh. that's the only thing I actually really notice some people people that move into their own apartments I'm like not too nice <laughs> must be very nice <laughs> But hey, everyone's path is different than us. That's the thing. Everyone's path is so different. That's another hard thing about it. Understanding that everyone's path yeah. in life is different. And you have to be content in your path and be patient in your path. Mm. It's crazy. Because most of our parents, they just started getting their the degrees when they were in their 30s and, yeah. and then now they're like successful. They are yeah. professionals. They are doctors. They what makes me think that I don't have the same path. True. You know what I'm saying? Or like, I can achieve that now. Because mm. that could be me in 10 years. Mm. But I'm busy moping around like, oh my gosh, I can't make it, that and that. But that same person who's making it now in their 20s could be going through the most in their 30s. True. So you just have to be content and, listen, life is life. Don't be lazy now. True. That's the thing. Don't be like, okay, Shab, I'm just going to wait. I can just chill. When I'm 30, time. Then I'll start working hard. No, there's also foundation. There's things that happen underground. And then when that time comes, that's when it just goes off. True. The adult thing is not cute. It's not it's cute. not at all. It's not. And actually, now that I really think about it, I think that really is the hardest part. It's really being okay and content with it. Yeah. Also, kind of, I feel like when, so when you're in high school, I feel like you're still trying to fit in with mm-hmm. people. Because you're in such a small pool of people that that's all, like, that's all your world is. It's mm. that small group of people that you go to high school mm. with or you, your neighboring high schools. As soon as you go out into like the real world, whether you decide to go to varsity or you work or whatever it is, then you start meeting like proper people, new people. And now it's like, wait, I need to find myself because mm. now I can't keep depending 
who I am on the people around me. I need to yeah. actually find stability and contentment in being myself. And mm. who is Vanessa? Who is Sane? What, what do she I like? like? What do I not like? Mm. You know? Because um, also, I think when you are in high school, you're very impressionable. Very impressionable. And like I said, you're trying your hardest to fit in. Mm. And now, outside of that setting, where you have to hold your own and have your own backbone. What are you going to do? You can't keep going on with the crowd. Like You mm. can't keep what other people are doing. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do just to fit in. You're not trying to fit in. Your degree is only you. Your job is only you. you when you write your CV, Bobby, Johnny, Spears, No. It's not all of them. It's only like you literally need mm. to start finding yourself. And I think that has been my mm. favorite part though, I'm not going to lie. Mm. Finding myself and being like, okay, I like this. I don't like that. I like these people, I don't like those people. Mm. Um, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking so much and my mind just went poof. She lost a lot. Okay. No, but, but to piggyback off what you said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, but like, I saw um, a video of a guy, he was like, as much as he is who he is from like you know trying to be independent and so on and so forth but there are because of the new friends that he made when he was in college or varsity or whatever he found the confidence to explore who he really was because mm-hmm. in high school he was like okay i'm around these certain people who like rap who like uh, uh, uh gangster stuff blah 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 but then behind closed doors he liked anime he liked paramore he liked skateboarding bloody and so on and so forth but then when he came to varsity he met someone who was just like him mm. who liked all of these things and he was like you know what if someone would have come to me and said that is weird i would have told him to can i swear probably not you would have told them to just you know yeah, you just 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 buzz off put it buzz up where the sun is shining okay i like it buzz off <laughs> you know like there are some friends out there if you choose them wisely mm. That will help you find who you are. Yeah, find who you are, unlock those parts of you that are like, okay, wait, hold on, maybe I do like um, adrenaline, things that kind of bump up my adrenaline, yeah. or I like just chilling and doing nothing, or I like not really nothing, but yeah, you know, just. Do yeah, it's a love. <laughs> I like chilling and doing, doing nothing. <laughs> you know, I just like to, you know, yeah. Yeah. but you know what I'm saying? Like, okay, Shab, I like dressing like. Um, a goth girl, or I like dressing up like I live in the Maldives. Not the Maldives, how, um, um, yeah, Hampton. 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 Wow, what's in here? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Then I'm not a time, it's fine. <laughs> but no, I definitely agree. And the, the other thing with that is that if you're ever around friends that you feel like you can't be yourself around, those people aren't your friends. Cut those people off. Because mm-hmm. that's the whole idea of having friends people that you feel that you can be the true and un what is it and like you don't have to authentic yeah you don't have to be palatable to people like Mm. when you're with your friends it should be the loud you the funny you yeah quiet you if you are quiet i I feel like no one's actually really quiet i feel like when you're around the right people yeah you speak as much as the hardest part has been being content with your own part Mm -hmm. and finding yourself it's also kind of the best part of it because it is a tough journey, but it's also like each bra, each day I'm growing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had a conversation with a friend once, and I'm talking about, hey, I'm tired of growing. And Yo. There's days where it's just like, I don't want to grow today. I, I'll talk to God, I'll be like, God, I think I'm tired of the growth for this week. I think this week, 
I've done enough, you know, because let's be honest, you do get tired of growing. Every day I must undergo circumstances, obstacles, jumping over barrels and hoops just because I'm trying to grow as a person. Stress. Some days, it's not, even like, it's not even like I want to be toxic. I just want to sit and be nothing. I just want to jump to the point where I've done it all. Yes, I'm just, I'm just good. I'm tired um, of growing. But growth is, it's a beautiful thing. It's, it's, it's unfortunately, an Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Um, I think we've covered what the hardest part has been. Yeah, but also adding to, you know, kind of finding your own path and being content in your path. It's the same thing really, you know, not comparing yourself to people that are around you. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not comparing yourself to people that are around you, be it your family, your siblings, your friends, your boyfriend, your whatever. Mm-hmm. It's so important to not compare your journey mm-hmm. to this because everyone, like I said, everyone's journey is just so, so different. And if you're stuck on hoping that your journey will be the same as someone else's, you're in for disappointments. I'm mm. sorry. I have to be the one that tells you, but you're in for disappointments. So, hey, bruh, if you're going from that stage of being a teenager to adulting, and you also, you're 20, you don't always have to know what you want to be now. Mm. Like, you still have so much time. Some people only know what they want to be when they're 40. Literally. And that's okay. Um, I think there was a... Whoa, whoa, that's very scary. Hold on. <laughs> It's a, like it's a scary reality that you might not know what your actual purpose and path in life is until maybe you're forty. And it's you, like, what do you do during that whole time? Oh, what do we? Do? And I, yeah, you saying that actually reminded me of something. Um, there's a YouTube channel that I kind of uh, watch, follow, or whatever. And there's this one particular person who they, I think, I think it was their birthday or whatever the case may be, but they had their like, whole life and story and what they did. Yeah. This person was a military guy. He was a teacher. Mm-hmm. He did veteran stuff. He was around the world, body, body, blah. But then he eventually became, I think he's in like, he's in his 50s or 60s. He ended up being a, like, a content creator, fitness person. And I was like, wow. it's crazy that that's where life will take you. Wow. It's crazy. He went from being like all these like big titles that he thought were okay but then eventually ended up in a place where it's like, I just want to do fitness and share it on YouTube. Yeah. That's all I want to do. Yeah. And I feel like with that though, the reality of that is that if you're somebody that maybe hops from one thing to another to another, people around you may see you as, oh, you're not serious about your life. You know, you don't know what you want. And it's like, that may be heavy criticism to take, mm-hmm. but take it because it's actually good. You're not, there's, I think there's this quote by, I don't know who it's by, but I've seen it on TikTok. Um, and I think the guy says, you know, the people that really, if, if you decide in your life that you want to be a doctor, you want to be a lawyer, you want to be this, you want to be that, that's your punishment. Cause then the rest of your life is just going to be that you don't allow room for being anything else. You don't allow fluidity for mm. being something different, being something greater than what you thought you would be. Um, and that's not to say, or, you know, there's people that are so certain on what they want to be. Mm-hmm. But this is just us saying to people that don't know what they want to be, that are still very confused on this is the part I want to take in life. This is, you know, where I want to end up. If you don't know that, that's fine. That's okay. You might only know that literally when you're 60. I know I keep pushing the ages, but it's the truth. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's the truth. Um, I think Vera Wang only designed her first dress when she was like in her 40s, mm. you know. Um, Jay-Z was a, was a rapper when he was 35 or 30-something. Exactly. So, so it's fine to take your time with finding yourself. I just don't allow yourself to be pressured by the expectations. 
um, live your life, bruh. Like YOLO, for real. Mm. For real. Um, but I think we've talked enough about that. <laughs> so our second topic is, do you now look forward to growing up? Or do you kind of, you know, look back at the good old days and be like, you know, I want to go back. Hmm. I want to go back. Hmm. <laughs> it's a 50-50 with both. Same. Same. Because high school, primary school, it was a little bit of a shaky time. Yes. But then looking forward to growing up and being fully independent on my listen here i don't make enough to 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 buy my own house yeah. but the the money that i make spending it is is it's hard on my heart mm. i don't want to spend my money okay if i want to spend my money i want to buy food i want to buy a watch i want to buy clothes but even so i'm like why am i buying these things by myself mm. where are my parents where are they uh-huh yeah. yeah it's like, but I'm still a kid. 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 Oh my god. Exactly. But then, I don't know. If I want to go back, I'm changing my life. Like, I'm. I, I, mm. Ooh, but then changing your whole life. Lots of that's, a, that's a lot of effort. Because then, if you completely change it, would you still meet the same people that you've met? Mm. Will you still go through the same thing that you went through? Mm. Girl, if I, we might not have been friends, girl. If I went back oh, no, and changed. That would not have happened. We'd twin flames. We would have found each other. It's fine. <laughs> we would have found each other. It's fine. But like, it's such a... It's a trippy, it's a it's trippy a, thought. It's a very, yeah, it's a very weird thought. Because I... Yo. Yo. That's the thing to me, though, that life is so crazy that... I don't know if anyone else thinks of life like this, but I think of it as, let's say you add a robot and you turn left. Left could lead to a completely different life. Right? Completely different life. I think about that every day. You go left, you might get into an accident, you die. You go right, you might, I don't know, make it home safely, whatever. But it just feels like every tiny decision can literally just alter how your life goes. Mm. Which is so weird for me because I'm also like, oh, but you know, God has already planned out my life. So yeah. whatever's meant to happen, it's going to happen. But also, I do feel like, but to me, it's so crazy to the point that sometimes. <laughs> I think, because I have something, okay, just say it. Sometimes. In the morning when I'm getting ready. Mm-hmm. Just say it. <laughs> and I'll put on, I'll be deciding which sock to put on. And I'll be like, what if I put on this one first? And it changes my day. What if I put on the other one? No, first? same. Sometimes, no, no, no. I'm, I'm crazy to the fact where it's like, if I switch on the lights now. Yes. That's me. That's me. It's so crazy. Are we superstitious? I think we're superstitious. But it's like, am I able? I know. Okay, listen. I know that I want to switch on the lights right now. Uh-huh. But can I change my future if I switched on the lights two seconds yes. later? Yes. Yes. And can I change it? Because then what if it happens two seconds later? And then, no, what if it happens two seconds before it was meant to happen? And the next thing, a knife falls on me because now that two seconds that I was supposed to take as a break was the difference between the knife falling on me there or there. Exactly. I don't know. It's it's it's, it's trippy. But I have to believe that other people do have that mindset because we can't be that crazy. All we can't ourselves. be that. But then it's like, but then it's like, what makes me think? Me thinking like this is already in my timeline. Just you're messing me up. <laughs> I'm not taking this. I'm not taking this. Um, do I look forward to growing up? Oh, I think definitely. I would say for me, it's maybe a 60, 70, 70, 30. Okay. 
Um, 34, you know, going back to the good old... It's not even the good old days. Those days were just fine. Yeah, <laughs> not even days, just fine. It's just we went from A to B. They were just days, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I made a lot of decisions in my high school life that I wasn't necessarily proud of, but they led to who I am now. Mm-hmm. So I don't regret them, but I'm not necessarily proud of them either. But... You know, I, I enjoyed my high school experience at the end of the day. It was fun. It was, I, I, I learned a lot. Like now, looking back at the high school me, I'm like, wait, I'm so different to who I was. Mm-hmm. And I think being that crazy and being that reckless and being that, I don't know, I was a lot back then has allowed me to grow so much now to someone that's more mature, someone mm-hmm. who's more composed, someone who's more... <sighs> You know, I don't have to go with the crowd. Like, I'm fine mm-hmm. about going with the crowd. Um, and I see it even now. Like, I see people out in clubs. Back then, I get so much fun. And I could be like, oh, my word, everyone's out. And I'm just going to mm-hmm. go. And now, I'm at home. I see people out in clubs. I'm like, yo, I'm fine. Like, yeah, I I'm okay. Yeah, I want to be in bed. I'm fine. I can have Netflix in front of me, mm-hmm. eating my dinner. Like, that, to me, is a perfect night. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think the 70 70 percent part of me that does look forward to growing up is just because i know the visions that god has spoken into my heart Mm -hmm. and you know i I know what my future is going to look like (laughs) (laughs) um i'm excited for that as much as it's taking so much work it's taking so much so much work so much patience and it's such a void in your life because you don't know what the heck is going to happen exactly so it's like a I'm jumping into the abyss. What's going to happen? I know what's going to happen. I just don't know how it's going to happen. What the timing is going to be. Where, when, with who. Exactly, exactly. And it's so scary to think that the people that I'm close with now may not be close to them in five years. Please don't say that. I know, I know. And that's a scary reality of life. (sighs) So I do definitely look forward to growing up and, you know, moving into my own place and mm-hmm. getting my own dogs and moving out of South Africa mm-hmm. and attending New York Fashion Weeks and Paris Fashion mm-hmm. Weeks and starting up my companies. I look forward to so much of that, but I know how much growth and patience mm-hmm. and endurance it's going to take for me to get there. Mm-hmm. I think there's a part of me, not that I dread all of that. It's just that in the midst of going through it, you're like, but i think i've also just kind of been trying to get in the mindset of mm-hmm. you know the person you want to be is going to take so much mm-hmm. and not that i'm nowhere close to being the woman that i want to be to achieve all these things but i'm closer than i was yesterday mm-hmm. and then i was a month ago mm-hmm. and then i was a year ago so i keep that mindset of just just keep getting closer every day bit by bit bit by bit um so yeah i I think for me it's a 70 30 type of thing because going back and then starting all over again i'm sorry no i'm tired i'm tired Mm -hmm. as it is already that was the no thanks Mm -mm. so moving on to our third topic what's different about your friendships now Mm -hmm. compared to when you were a teenager oh okay when when i was a teenager all my friendships were like this they were all on the same level. Not all on the same level, but, like, you treat them all the same. Mm. Yeah, like, some you'd know, like, okay, Shab, I just know you from class or whatever. But, like, the ones where you kind of see them every day, talk to me every day on your phone. In my mind, they were all like this. Mm. Now, I don't want... There's a hierarchy. There's a hierarchy to, the, to how deep... Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, to how deep they are, how much I'm going to share with you, mm. to what... Mm, what I need you for. Mm. 
and so on and so forth and now there are certain friends that i know okay shut by the time i'm 23 you're not going to be here anymore i'm sorry mm. we're just kind of you can even feel it because like it, the communication is dwindling, yeah, it's dwindling. Yeah. we yeah, keep talking about the same thing over and over again and it's like mm, now i'm not even trying to put energy in what yeah. i'm talking about yeah. like yeah and then there's also some friendships where it's like when high school ended there are certain friends where it's like okay we used to be close in high school mm. now we're kind of not anymore but then recently, we found ourselves like kind of coming back to each other. Yeah. No, I get you, one hundred percent. I feel like it is important to, especially when you're growing up. I feel like when you, you know, you're in high school, you feel obligated to have friendships with some people because mm-hmm. you see them every day. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of it gets hard if you guys are beefing because now I know I'm going to class. I know yeah. I'm going to see this person in maths. I know I'm sitting next to this person Bro- in maths. It gets so awkward. So there's definitely, I think, friendships. Oh, no, friendships. <laughs> There's definitely friendships that come out of just obligation. Mm-hmm. And, and because you're there. Yeah. Well, I see every day. And that's normally, well, for me, that was my high school and teenagehood friendships. Now, I'm not friends with anyone I ain't got to be friends with. I'll put you straight as an acquaintance. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, it's not even like I have friends. I have acquaintances, then I have my best friends, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no in-between. There's no, mm-mm. Um, which maybe is a bit bad, but I don't... And there's no time to be wasted. Everyone, like, like, and even when I say acquaintances, it's still people that I know I can go out with. I can yeah. Have fun with you, but I'm not gonna. If I'm having a breakdown, I'm not gonna come and speak yeah, to no. you about it. Yeah. But I mean, if you need me, I'll be there for you though, mm-hmm. because I feel like I don't mind being there for people. I love doing that for people. But yeah, true. Exactly. But for me now, my friendships, I've never had such healthy friendships as I have now. Mm-hmm. In high school, I. I don't ever want to say that I had toxic friendships, but I definitely had friendships that weren't good, mm-hmm. and I wasn't a good person in them sometimes, or the other person wasn't a good person in them sometimes. Um, you broke the worst, worst out of each other. Exactly. Um, and friends that I didn't exactly trust either, and friends that I didn't feel like I could be near, and I felt like I always had to keep a facade of mm-hmm. who they think I am, mm-hmm. keep that up. And now the friends I have, I have four friends. I only have four friends. 24. Literally. <laughs> Literally, my circle is so small. It's a square. Do that. It's a square. It's a square. It's not even a circle. It's just a square. Um, I don't speak to all four of my friends every day. We we speak like what three times a week mm-hmm. at the most, four times a week at the most. We see each other maybe once a month. Once a month. That's a bit much. Yeah. <laughs> and we're still fine. Like we're still like this. Um, there's no need for constant communication. Yeah. There's no need for I'm on your neck all the time, I want attention all the time. We've grown. We're not tired. We're tired. Um, Sometimes so, we're not even on our phones. Exactly. Or exactly. like, I'm on my phone, but my, my it, I'm busy doing something on my phone. And I actually saw a meme that said how, um, there was a tweet where this girl was saying how she understands, like if she's messaged her friend about something mm-hmm. and she sees like the friend on social media interacting with other posts, she understands that wait, my friend's probably tired. Mm-hmm. She's probably just taking a break to scroll on social media, mm-hmm. be on her phone. I'm not entitled to a response from her. Mm-hmm. You know, unless it's like an emergency, then I feel some type of way mm-hmm. about you not responding. But if it's just like a casual text, I don't expect your immediate response because you have your own life. I have mm-hmm. my own life. Some days you don't even feel like speaking to people. Like, I don't, don't, don't want to open your mouth. Exactly. Like, I love you and you're everything to mm-hmm. me, but I just don't, I don't feel like speaking. Mm-hmm. There's just. I'll respond to your message tomorrow. Bro. 
Um, and it's important to have friends that understand that, okay, well, everyone's friendship dynamics are different. Some mm -hmm. people are more dependent than other people. But I think... Please don't be dependent on your friends. Yeah. Please, please, Lord, please. Just sign off. Because also, when I think about it, I'm like, imagine one of you guys moves away. If you guys have built such a codependent friendship, how are you going to deal with that? It's just going to crumble. What are you going to do? It's actually just going to crumble. Mm. So it's good to have that space in your friendships and to have that, I love you, mm -hmm. but we don't have to be like this all the time. We can have space, you know? Um, so for me, my friendships are just a 10 out of mm -hmm. 10, minus nothing, 100 over 100. Amen. Like I Hallelujah. love, love my friends. Back in the day, Same. I don't know if I could speak <clears throat> that well about the the friendships I had back in that day, but I still love them. No love lost. No, okay, well, a bit of love lost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god, a bit of love lost. But it's not bad blood. It's just yeah, it is what it is. Blood. It's just I've outgrown you. You've outgrown me, mm -hmm. and that's fine. Like it's okay to outgrow your friends. Mm -hmm. It's okay, and sometimes it, it's hard. It feels it's, weird as well. Friendship breakups are very hard. It is, but she shouldn't hold on to her friendship that you know. I don't want to say isn't serving you because that makes it sound like everything needs to be transactional mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be like that. But hey, bro, if that friendship is not doing anything for you, if that person, I'm a, one thing I love about our friendship is mm -hmm. that you always call me out and stuff. Like you won't just, <laughs> there's people that you're friends with. We'll call each other out. Yeah, there's people that you're friends with that will just let you do anything you want to do without any consequences. There's people And I worry friends. about them because I'm like, bro, what the hell? People are not your friends. You need to have friends that are able to be like, listen, mm -hmm. dude, I think what you're doing is not nah, I think you need to go about this another way. Mm -hmm. And also in them addressing or calling you out, do it with respect. Like yeah. you don't have to be rude to your friend. Just still do it with respect, yeah. you know. Or a lighthearted way, like it's a job, but exactly. I'm, yeah. But I'm being serious. Yeah. I don't think you should have friends that are your professional cheerleaders all the time. Mm -hmm. Yes, your friends should hype you up, they should be there for you. But if your friends are your hype men and yes men, those are not friends. Those are just your fans mm -hmm. and they're with you because they can get something from you, mm -hmm. not because they actually want to be friends with you. Mm. So beware of people like that. Beware. Um, and you can tell those type of people because yes. they have this popular girl thing in their mind where it's like, I can do whatever I want and then no one's going to say anything about it. Or they're going to be like, ah, ha, ha, lol. No, babe. Actually, happens a lot with men more than women. Men more than women. It's crazy. Don't get me It's crazy. So even if... If you're a guy watching this or listening to this, beware of friends that are, hype, that are just hype men, yes men, because you're never going to grow in those friendships. Yeah. You're going to keep being toxic and continuing your toxic cycles without someone telling you, listen, do better. Mm. And that's horrible. It's horrid. Yeah. You need to grow in your friendships. You can't be stuck in your way. <laughs> I was watching a series once and it was Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And... This girl's just saying, you know, you need to hang out with people that are exactly the way you are so you never grow. <laughs> Baby girl! And Jake was like, that is a horrible life lesson. It really is a horrible life lesson. Yeah. You should be continually growing in all your relationships. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know why now it's preaching instead of talking about my personal life. She preached like, people, people need to hear. Yeah, people need to hear these things. And that's the whole point of me having my podcast and my mm -hmm. YouTube channel for, so that people have a safe space to hear the things that they need to hear yeah. and have a safe space to feel that they are seen, that they are understood, that, you know, but you know, guys, friends are so important. And also, they're, oh, they're, they're very important. Friends make or break you guys. Friends mm. make or break you. They impact you so much. As much as you can be like, oh, you know, I have a backbone. I let my friends impact me. They do. They really do. They do. 
a lot, a mm-hmm. lot more than you may understand. Mm-hmm. Um, so please pick your friends wisely, pick your partners wisely. Just be very set boundaries on who you allow into your life. Not mm-hmm. everyone needs to be a friend. Not oh. everyone needs to be your friend. You can be cordial yes. when I see in public. Oh, hey friend! Not even hey friend. Hey buddy. Yeah. What? What? Oh, homies. <laughs> Hi. Then I'm not gonna talk to you again. I don't even need to have your number. One thing about me. One thing about me. <laughs> I'm going to delete numbers. Oh! 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 One thing about me. Oh! Guys, I think I have maybe 40 contacts because I don't believe you're in way better numbers. than me. Like, why do I need people's numbers? Yeah. Every single year on my birthday, I look at my, on my contact list and I'm saying, um, I delete. Delete, 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 delete. I can't do it. You don't need everyone's number, guys. Yo, yeah. yo. If you want to wish me happy birthday, Instagram. <laughs> Congratulations, That's Instagram. That's the thing with it, though. It's like if I have an Instagram and we're not close friends, why do I still need your number? Why do I have your number? Why? There's people's, but the only people's numbers that I'll keep that I'm not exactly close with is if you're unproblematic. Mm-hmm. And if you don't post too many stupid stories. Mm-hmm. If you post too many stupid statuses, your number's got to go. Blocking your statuses isn't enough. Your number has got, got to, go. to go. Like, <sighs> every day I'm so hungry. Every- but we're all different. We're all different. That's okay. just me though. I just can't stand having so many people's numbers. It's, uh, no, let's just delete all those numbers. Please delete, delete them. them. Delete them. Block <laughs> them. Actually, there's no need to block. Just delete. There's no need. Just delete. Ooh, but, guys, please, as you grow up, please have boundaries in your friendships. Mm. Just And you know what? Also, the minute you start feeling snake energy from someone, cut them off. You don't need them to show you their true colors. They've already shown them to you. Mm. And if you feel some type of way about a friend, that's your guts telling you that that person is not for you baby it's not for you even even if it's in dreams i know this is bad to say i know it's toxic even if you've seen in your dreams me i've never had bad dreams about her we're always doing foolishness in our dreams every single time if i'm getting in trouble she's getting she's getting into trouble she's getting getting, listen here to my dream okay we're getting into trouble together but we're not snaking each other each other out i mean i i i I, as much as dreams are very like not serious i take them a little bit seriously there are things to be taken to okay the thing though with dreams is that I feel like sometimes it's messages from God because mm-hmm. God does use dreams to communicate with people. It's literally in the Bible. All of your ancestral that exactly was yeah. your ancestors speaking to you, but also sometimes it's your subconscious and your gut speaking. Your mm. subconscious sometimes notices things that you don't notice, um, or your gut speaking to you saying, "Listen, wake up, listen, pay attention, there's something, something. Mm. and you really need to." Um, if you're having funny dreams about somebody. And you know, you wake up feeling like I'm easy. This didn't feel right. Trust mm-hmm. your guts. Trust your guts. Um, so sometimes your, your guts is your guardian angel. It's your guardian angel defending you from stuff. Amen. So our fourth and final topic. What's the biggest lesson you've learned in this stage of your life so far? You'll never know where you're going to end up. You honestly never know. Because life could hit you on it at any time. That's, I hate to think of that. I always hate thinking of that. Because <laughs> I'm like, you know, I can plan my whole life out. Next thing I get cancer. And then I'm in hospital for like, I'm like a whole year. And okay, then wait, my wait, life down the drain. You know, you mentioned cancer. It's such an off-topic thing. Have you ever had those moments where it's like, you have a pain somewhere and you're like, oh, this is it. <laughs> it's time. <laughs> it's time. It's been fun. But I have pains in my, not pain, but it's like sometimes I touch my head and I'm like, okay, that was a little bit sore. Brain cancer? It's like, no, yeah. <clears throat> but then not that couldn't that it's probably not the symptom, but I'm like No bro. I was in the shower the other day. Oh and I was doing the check. Mm-hmm. And it was painful. 
I'd still pay for that early morning. And I was like, <laughs> but there's no lamp, like there's no lamp. But I was like, I'm ready to cut my life up. Please be not today. I don't want a four months in this situation. Please, no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's a very deep one. You never know where you're gonna end up. And it, 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 it seeps into so many other things. One mm-hmm. of my favorites, quotes, it's not even a quote, I'm just going to paraphrase it, but it just relates to how you treat people. Mm-hmm. You know, when mm-hmm. you're up at the top, treat people the same. Like, mm-hmm. be still, be decent, be nice, be humble, be... Because life switches up so quickly. Oh. You can be at the top one day, next day, you're at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But also, the higher you go, the greater the fall. You know? mm-hmm. So... Yeah, you never know where you're going to end up, guys. On the topic of, um, or at least on the roots of like, okay, you could be, you could end up going through the most. Try your best to live your life the way you want to live it. Right? As hard as, hard as they, that, uh, that, may, that may be to do, because some people are going through the most already. Like, having fun, like, is, well, the way that we want to do it, having fun is really, really hard. Sometimes like, going places and stuff like that is really hard. But then, Shop. If I can't go, if I can't leave the house, what can I do to have fun in my room? Or how? What can I do to like better my future career, my yeah. current career, future career, whatever? Like, how, what can I do to move from A to B in a way that I like? That's the biggest lesson, life lesson that I've learned in this stage so far. Um, I guess I think for me there's two. First one, some people may not relate to it, and that's fine. But for me, it's the only reason I've made it this far. You need God. Second one, life is just not that deep sometimes, guys. So, (laughs) and I'll explain both. So the first one, you need God. For me, oh wait, God, that could be whatever higher power. If you're Muslim, just a religious, what's the word? Anchor. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. You need a religious anchor. Um, but you know, you, you do you. <laughs> yeah, you do you in your, your own religion. You do you in your own religion. Christianity. <laughs> Jesus Christ is the way. <laughs> Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Anyway. <laughs> but you just, you just need God. Um, I think for me, thinking of the fact that, you know, your life is in your hands and mm-hmm. you have to do this, you have to do that, everything is on you. It's such a heavy thing. Mm-hmm. And have, allowing yourself to be like, wait, I'm not alone. I'm not walking through life alone. I have God. Mm-hmm. I can surrender this to God. I can I can surrender all these emotions, these burdens to God and ask him to make my burdens lighter. Um, and just, you know, I used to struggle with depression, like horrible depression and suicidal thoughts. And when I really gave my life to God, I haven't had any suicidal thoughts since then. Like, there's days where I'm like, hey, Jesus, if you want to come back down to earth, I think come now is the day. Already. I, you know, mm-hmm. as much as none of us know when the day will be, I think today Ooh. would be great. But it's not to the point where I'm like, oh my word, I don't want to touch on that because it's a very sensitive topic that maybe I'll make a whole other podcast about one day. But handing over my emotions to God mm-hmm. and surrendering that depression, surrendering those suicidal thoughts has allowed me to lead life in a much more positive way in a much more, I can actually do this type of way. Because also I understand when you live for God, 
you're not living for yourself or you know, you're living for God, you know. You're not living for your own happiness, your own joy. And I had this conversation with my dad once about how when you get so caught up in living for yourself, that's actually when you start feeling overwhelmed and depressed about life. Mm-hmm. Because all your energy, it's just you, 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 you. You magnify all your problems. You mm-hmm. magnify all the things that are wrong. But when you take a step back and you're like, wait, I'm living for God. I'm living for His glory. You take off the pressure of, well, I need to do this. I need to do that. I need this timeline, that timeline. Mm-hmm. You take off all that pressure and you're like, wait a minute, I'm living for God. Whatever happens, it happens. Because you know what? God knows the plans He has for me, plans mm-hmm. to prosper me, plans not to harm me, plans to give me hope and a future. I can trust God wholeheartedly and mm-hmm. be like, you know what? I'm going to focus on you, God. I'm going to focus on your goodness, on your glory, on just loving you and serving you and and just being a vessel of love in this world that you're really just able to live a life that's just so much more peaceful, so much more joyful. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think for me, having God in my life has grown me into someone I'm so proud of being. Like I do not used to be proud of who I was. Definitely not. But now I look at myself and I'm like, I'm proud of you. Mm-hmm. You're a woman that I'm actually proud of being. You're a woman that I'm actually like, damn, you know, look at you. Um, I never used to be that before I found God. Mm-hmm. Um, so everyone's everyone's experience with God may be different. But for me, one lesson that I've learned is that I need God to get through life. Mm-hmm. Um, my second lesson, life is not that deep. Because sometimes it actually really just isn't. We sometimes, you're in a situation and because you're so stressed, because you're so self-absorbed, you blow it up bigger than it actually is, mm-hmm. and then you think it's bigger than it is. And one of my favorite quotes says that whatever you focus on grows, mm-hmm. good or bad. Mm. So when you focus on a situation, like I said earlier, you keep magnifying it, magnifying it. It's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and it's just going to seem like the end of the world when it's really not that bad. Mm. We allow ourselves to feel so enamored by emotions mm. instead of actually taking a step back looking at it out of a logical point of view, out of a, actually the reality of it is that it's not that bad. If I take mm. time to breathe, if I take time to sit and just, yeah, think about it. I can get through this and it's fine. So, okay, as much as, okay, there's definitely things in life that are that deep. Yeah, right? Definitely. Hey. Like it's not me saying that nothing in life is that deep, but I would say maybe 40, leading to 50% of the time, we do blow things out of proportion. Mm-hmm unnecessarily and it stresses you out unnecessarily gives you anxiety mm-hmm. unnecessarily um so that brings us to the end of our podcast slash youtube video uh thank you so so much for watching and we hope that something here resonated with you today and abra if you're at that stage where you are becoming an adult bit by bit mm-hmm. It's ghetto. It's gonna get more and more because we're still yet to get apartments, have get kids, furniture, yeah. get mortgages, work get a proper job, cards. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Buy cars. It's it's crazy though. That's still oh all yet God. to come. But Ooh. yeah, that's okay. We're gonna we're gonna be fine. Our parents can get through it. You're gonna be cool too. Yeah, but this economy. Yo, 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 yo! Don't even get me started on the economy. Economy. Please like, comment, subscribe, share, follow, whatever you can do. It'd be very, very much appreciated. Um, we love you. You're doing great, sweetie. And yeah. I can feel my face when I'm with you.
face when I 